Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Quotable. I am your host, Dutch. I'm your other host, Morgan. <laughs> yes, you are. And this <laughs> week, we have a, a nice little treat for you. One of my favorites. I know it's one of your favorites. Liar. Liar. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. We're doing Liar, Liar. That is correct. But we're not lying when we say this is going to be a good episode. Yeah, no, we are not lying at all. This one here, I I enjoy watching this movie. And it had been... It's been a while. It's it's been a few years since I've seen it. And, I mean, every time I watch it, I just think to myself, it holds up. It does. I mean, this was comedy gold. The bathroom scene where he beats (laughs) himself up. I mean, it's classic. You can't get any funnier than that. I mean, Jim Carrey's always been good at the physical comedy. Yeah. And a lot of people, I think, after Ace Ventura, they're like, oh, I just, that's just him in every movie. Yeah. But it's like, they don't understand the talent that goes behind what he does or has done in his <laughs> movies. So, who did this? A madman, <laughs> Your Honor. A desperate fool at the end of his pitiful rope. What did he look like? <laughs> yeah, about 6'2, 180 pounds, big teeth, kind of gangly. <laughs> 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 it's funny because in that scene I never noticed before that it's like they made a toilet out of foam yeah. so he wouldn't actually hurt himself but he could still like go hard like when, yeah. he, when he did this scene <laughs> what's your problem I'm an inconsiderate prick <laughs> <laughs> I mean plus uh, I'm cheap <laughs> Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) You know why I pulled you over? (laughs) That depends depends on on how long long you were following me. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't you just start from the beginning? (laughs) I expected him to go... (laughs) Here it goes. (laughs) I sped. I followed too closely. I got off a Chevy. (laughs) I changed lanes without using my turn signal. I changed lanes without using my turn signal while speeding. (laughs) I know there was more to it, but it's, it was a lot. It's a lot to remember. I remember uh, he changed lanes in an intersection. Yeah. In the middle of an intersection, right? Yeah. Changed lanes without signaling while running the red light and speeding. Is that it? <laughs> no. He's like motioning <laughs> <Yeah>. over. <laughs> you may want to look at my glove box. <laughs> I have unpaid parking tickets. <laughs> As they come pooling out of the glove box. Be gentle. <laughs> But I love how he he's able to do movies, and, and he did this like in, in quite a few of them, like Bruce Almighty was another one, where it's like there's a lesson to be learned here. Yeah. And, you know, this movie had a very important lesson. It's like, yeah, people do stretch the truth, fib a little, and it's in a lot of cases it's for the sake of other people's feelings. Right. Um, but I think his character, Fletcher Reed, just didn't realize how it was really impacting his, mostly his son. Yeah, because, I mean, he does uh, explain, like, you know, well, when your mom was pregnant with you, she put on a good 40 pounds. It was like, and <laughs> daddy was scared. <laughs> right, she was just eating know. everything that she wanted. Yeah, I don't know what he was scared of, but... <laughs> when she asked me, yeah, <laughs> when she... <laughs> Scared that she was going to keep looking like a, like a cow. Okay. Oh, my God. You're a glutton. <laughs> so when she asked me how, how I thought she looked, I said, you're beautiful. You're glowing. Yeah. He's like, if I told her she looked like a cow, she would have hated me. Yeah. And he's just like, well, 
My teacher says that beauty comes from the inside. Oh, that's just something ugly people say. <laughs> <laughs> and this is one thing that I mentioned to you is like, I love how after the wish and he couldn't tell any lies that he was able to react as if most of the things that he said was a surprise to him. Yes. Like he immediately was like, God, did I just really say that? <laughs> <laughs> he did that so well. And it was just, most of the times it was just his facial expression afterwards. Yeah. He's like, what? cause he had to, well, it was funny cause he had to lie to his ex-wife about going to a son's birthday because the only thing he really wants to do is become be a, a good lawyer. He's kissed a lot of ass to try and become a partner at his law firm. So, I mean, obviously when the boss lady's like, Hey, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna make a partner tonight. Right. I mean, you can't just be like, Yeah, no, no, I don't want to. Yeah, his character, like, he does everything in his power to save face, to look good. Yes. Just so he can, you know, move up in the in the law firm. So and, he yeah. So he calls his his ex wife and he's like, Look, I mean, something came up, I I can't make it. But he's in the middle of, you know, having sex. <laughs> Boss is really riding me. Yeah. <laughs> but I love it because she's like, oh, that was fantastic. She's like, how was it for you? And he's just like, hmm, I've had better. <laughs> and he immediately looks over like, yeah. what? <laughs> so she throws him out. And I I mean, I pointed this out to you. Like, you know, I, I, just, I think it's weird when they do this in, in movies and stuff is when you have like a, a sex scene or something like that on a like movie a, that's not r rated r yeah i mean but it's like you know we just had sex you don't have to cover up and put on your gymnastic onesie leotard or whatever i mean come on it was a weird outfit for her to have on it was like a like it was it looked like well, it looked like lingerie, but it was like the well, like a one piece bikini yeah. kind of thing. It's, it's like, like what the gymnasts wear. How did he at the Olympics. Uh, access, the, you know, the vision? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, God, the FCC's all over us now. I guess <laughs> getting text messages. Oh lord, <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. Oh great. <laughs> so no, nah, I mean, but it's funny because eventually you just have to sit there and look at it and go, <laughs> "That's actually kind of funny." I've had better. Mm. I mean, come on. I mean, because you can't go into the... I mean, if you go into the office tomorrow, it's not like someone's going to walk up to you and be like, so, Fletcher, you've had better? Because mm. <laughs> you know she's not saying anything. Of course not. Because <laughs> that's kind of... It's a shot at her. Yeah. A shot it's at like, her ego. You are just poor in bed. So, <laughs> <laughs> But here's the thing. It's like, yes, he wasn't able to tell a lie for that 24-hour period, but... He didn't have to say, I've had better. He could have just said, yay or nay, you know? <laughs> he didn't have to go into details. Yeah. And then it's really funny because he he seems to do a lot of talking that's unnecessary. Right. Especially if you realize, like, oh, my God, I can't lie. I can't lie. That doesn't mean that I can't just not talk. Yeah. So, like, the, the next scene when he's getting on the elevator and that, oh, God, Krista Allen. <laughs> yeah. Are you new and, here? <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, I just moved in Monday. Like, oh, how's everyone treating you? <laughs> Everyone's been really nice so far. Oh, that's because you have big jugs. I mean, <laughs> your boobs are huge. I mean, don't want to squeeze them. <laughs> mom, mom. <laughs> See, and it's like things like that. It's, you don't have to say that stuff. No. I mean, you don't have to say anything. You mm -hmm. can just like nod. Hi. Hi. 
It's it was almost like I will talk to you again in 24 hours. It's almost like the wish wasn't just you can't lie. It's you can't censor yourself. Period. Correct. That's how his behavior was, and the whole pen scene was like, <laughs> it's like, okay, you can't lie, but that doesn't mean that your hand is possessed. <laughs> Just because you're trying to write something that's not the truth, you know. <laughs> I mean, I do like his logic, though. He's like, oh, I can't. He's like, I'll write it. Like, I will write the lie. Yeah. I don't really know how that would have helped him in court. <laughs> Just passing notes or something <laughs> like okay, it's high if school. If I can't tell it, I can write it down. And yep. that's how I'm going to do this trial. <laughs> the pen that I hold in my hand is royal blue. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, man, when you just see him, like, knocked down behind the, the desk, and then Greta walks into the office, yeah. and he's got blue in all over his face. <laughs> the pen is blue. The pen is blue. The goddamn pen is blue. I like immediately after he's like, I just got to go home. It's like, oh, was the trial continued? He's like, no, I have to be in court at 130. It's like a little kid. Yes, he does a lot of that. The pouting. But he takes that rag and he's like so focused on that one spot on his forehead. Yeah. But it's funny when you paused it and you see blue written across his face different sizes different directions yes and then on the like the left side of his chin yeah it looked like, like going it up said, his jawline it looked like it said bb king <laughs> well it did say bb king it didn't look like it said it said bb king yeah like i, I never noticed that before <laughs> me either because it's the blues maybe <laughs> i guess <laughs> <laughs> which i literally just thought about <laughs> it's genius <laughs> That's a whole nother level of comedy right there. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God, it is. Okay, so, but you learn pretty close off that Fletcher is a divorced, you know, father. And he does love his kid. And you can tell by their relationship immediately. Like, one of the, the first scenes you see, he's leaving a court case. And, uh, he's late to go pick up his kid. Yeah, he has to hurry up and get there. But also, as Al Pacino said, vanity. It's my favorite sin. Yeah. As he's leaving the courthouse, you see the... uh, A reporter. The person that he's defending. Yeah. Who you pointed out, and I didn't know this before. Randall Tex Cobb. He was the gentleman from Ace Ventura. Yep. That had the little dog that that, uh, Ace had to take back yeah and what's really funny is i didn't notice it until yesterday watching which i'm sure i've noticed before but completely forgot when he gets arrested at the end for contempt of court Mm -hmm. i hold myself in contempt why should you be any different uh randall tex cobb is the guy laying on the bed in the jail cell i thought i yeah i think i noticed that too and then what is funny is because that's the same guy it was at that, the beginning of the movie. Well, they, not at the beginning of the. Well, yeah, at the beginning of the movie. But <sighs> when he, uh, when Greta's like, "Oh, he he knocked over an ATM this time at knife point. He needs legal advice." And he's like, "Oh, stop breaking the law, asshole!" <laughs> so yeah, he ended up back in jail. Yep. Like fucking idiot, man. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, he, I, I like the relationship between him and his kid, and it's just like he, 
he is a good father when he's actually there. Right. The problem is he's so focused on excelling his career, in his right. career yeah. that he he's not he's not there as much as he should be. And so uh his ex-wife's boyfriend, Jerry, uh you know, he's trying to get them to move up to Boston with them. <laughs> hey, Kipper. <laughs> so <laughs> awkward, man. Which is funny because, I mean, Carrie Elwes, he does such a great job in this part. Mm-hmm. I mean, but I, I've seen him in so many other movies, and he's he's such a talented actor because he can do so much, like so many different things. Like, I was watching uh, Kiss the Girls. He's in that. He plays a, a homicide detective. And, uh, spoiler alert, <laughs> he also plays the serial killer that everyone's looking for. So he does a phenomenal job yeah, as an actor, but then just to see him... In a complete 180 role like this, like, hey, Gipper. He's, he's overplaying the whole boyfriend thing. Right. Like, I'm trying, not replace dad necessarily, yeah. but trying to be that kind of father figure in a sense. Yeah. But yeah, he's just overdoing it to the point where it's like the lines are blurred between Very. who he is to, <laughs> to Max compared to who he is to Audrey. <laughs> yeah, because he kind of talks to Audrey the same exact way. <laughs> I was hoping that you'd move up to to Boston with me. Yeah. Ah, come on, Gipper. The Gipper will love it. (laughs) And by Gipper, I don't know which Gipper I'm talking about. You or your son. God, I love it when you call me Gipper and Dad. God, just (laughs) Gipper's galore. (laughs) You really Gippered that one. (laughs) Hey, great gift, Dad. (laughs) Thanks, son. (laughs) Jerry, enjoy my wife. (laughs) That's a nice image. (laughs) Deleted. <laughs> oh, God. This movie is phenomenal from start to finish. So many good just interactions, like the brief moments where Fletcher is around Jerry. You know, you can tell he doesn't like him at all. Yeah. Because he's just... Magoo. <laughs> yeah. Magoo. <laughs> <laughs> it, I, I, he just... He, he And he does not play a likable guy. You know? Yeah. Uh, he's just odd. Yeah, he is. He's, uh, he's yeah, yeesh. Yeesh. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, he does play this phenomenal kiss ass in this movie. And it's funny because you find out that he's moving to Boston for his job, which he's a hospital administrator. So it kind of makes me wonder how he treats the patients, like as he's walking around, just like, hey, Gipper, you feeling better? <laughs> Sorry that that stage four cancer's got you. But I lost my entire left side in a car yeah. accident. How do you think I'm feeling? <laughs> I oh. bet you're all right. <laughs> <laughs> Slow wink. Yes. <laughs> you can't hear it in the podcast. <laughs> I, I mean, like I say, he does a good job at being this kind of overly douchey Magoo boyfriend. And he's not, and I mean, he's. He's not a bad guy. He's no, just, just no. He's not a o- bad guy at all. Over the top, trying to be like to I'm relate just a to the super nice guy. Yeah, to relate to the kids now, I mean, it's probably it would probably come across like a dial tone, almost. <laughs> <laughs> Farm so. book would just be white noise. <laughs> <laughs> My God, change the record. <laughs> but you know, early on, this is when there's the birthday party that Fletcher yeah. can't make it to. Happy, 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 happy. I'm so, so happy, happy today. today. God, I hate that song. I feel like it's the same clown that was in Billy Madison. <laughs> I just want to 
I want to punch that clown in the face. I think any pl- any any clown <laughs> deserves a good shot. Slobo the hobo clown. Right in the moneymaker. Honestly, I can't remember if that was his name in the credits or not. No, it was something Shaz- the clown. It was Shazam. Oh, well. Something it doesn't weird. Matter. It yeah. doesn't. It's, it's Yeah. God, I hate that song. But it was a creepy, creepy clown. Very, yeah, well, I mean, all clowns are creepy. I mean, Why did they but even, he looked like the kind of clown that'd be like, hey, I'm here to sing you a song if you got $5. Yeah. <laughs> Marco. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> He'd be like, mom, I gave that clown $5. I just see the clown walking away like, here's your money, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> He's going straight to ABC. Yep. <laughs> so... So at the birthday party, you know, you see a dejected Max because his dad can't make it. He didn't really care about literally anybody else being there. It's like, you know, he just wanted his dad there. It's like, you know, kind of a smack in the face to mom. It's like, well, I don't give a shit about you, mom. But (laughs) it's like this birthday party, like all these kids are there. The freaking clown. The didn't they have like a bounce house or something? It looked like there was a lot. Yeah, going I mean, on. like a pinata and everything. And I mean, I'm sitting there thinking to myself, like, this is very in a, a very elaborate party for, for like a five year old. Well, not even for a five year old, but like you know, for a weekday because he had school the next day. So that is like, true. Yeah, that's I because mean, that's a lot. I mean, that's like a weekend party. That would have been a weekend party. It should have been. Yeah. Maybe Fletcher could have shown up then. So that's not... Can you really blame him? No, no, you can't. You can't. See, you know what? Fletcher's really starting to seem like a pretty decent guy. Right, right. You just come up with these elaborate schedules and expect him to stay on top of it? Just no, he can't do to it. your will? Come on, By God, woman, I work eight to five. Like, how are, how are all these other parents able to make it? Yeah, because <sighs> they don't do anything. Well, clearly. <laughs> Fucking Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> So as Max is sitting at the table, about to blow out the candles, this is where you can really tell that he's just disappointed yeah. that his dad couldn't make it out. And then you can just see it's all sinking in for the adults, too. Yeah. And they realize that. Even the clown can see it. I know. God, paint me a happy face. So as he's getting ready to blow out the candles, he makes his wish that uh, his dad can't tell a lie for just one day. Yep. That's all he wants. One day of lie free. Yeah, but what if it was just one day? <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny how it was timed that that wish happened right right after his dad had finished sleeping ah! with sleeping and with, boom goes, boom the, dynamite. goes the dynamite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just nasty. <laughs> but yeah, and then she asked, well, well, you know, how was it for you? I've had better. Yeah. <laughs> and this is before he finds out what happened. I mean, and you even find out, like, it's a weeknight, man. The kid goes to school the next day. He's making this wish at 8.15. You're loading him up with sugar right before he goes to bed. That's just irresponsible. Yeah. I mean, gosh. I told you, Fletcher. Yep. No, he starts. He's seeming like the logical parent. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know what's up. So he has to pick up Max the next day. You know, and then it's uh, he brings him to work, and I think it was because he couldn't go to the birthday party. He he says he'll he'll pick him up from school, right? And then, and so many times it's like 
he's supposed to meet up with Max or pick him up or something, and it doesn't happen. So it's kind of hard to get that whole timeline straight. But Correct. there there was the one day where he brings him to work with him. Yeah. he's Well, he had to stop by the office real quick yeah. just to pick something up. Then that's when he finds out he's got to stay in work. Yep. Awesome. Uh, that's just the way it goes, man. I mean, sometimes when you just show up to work to pick up something really quick, you, uh, yeah, you get stuck working. But it does suck. It's a bummer. It does suck that he forgot to get Max a gift, though. Yeah. I mean, but that's why you have an assistant. That's that's really not as busy as you are. Greta saves yeah. his ass yes. on a number of occasions. Yeah, I mean, that's how it seems to me. So, you but got me this picture frame from Tiffany's? Tiffany's? Garage sale, six fifty dollars go from 10 <laughs> But I like when he gets to the office, he sends Max like into his office, and then yeah. he's playing catch-up with Greta. And then uh, there's a few things that he has to make excuses for. Well, it's funny because he's like, ah, I totally forgot. And she was like, oh, don't worry. Because she went out and did all his birthday shopping. Yeah. And he was like, oh, I should buy you something really nice. You already did. He's like, <laughs> oh, that's the kind of boss I am. He's like, I always do the classy thing. Yep. <laughs> so then uh, someone, before, needs, well, someone needs to talk wish. to Yeah. Someone needs to talk to him. And he was like, strep throat. Uh, no, sorry. He's What's like, going some, around right yeah, now? Yeah. What man? virus is going around? He's like, Asian flu. He's like, <laughs> Good one. Good one. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, your mom called. He's like, I'm still on vacation. Mm -hmm. In the middle of June, I'm snowed in. Snowed in. in. Yeah. <laughs> Phones are down. So Stop. you can see that he uses lies just to get out of things that yes. aren't convenient for him. Yep. That's, yep. It's like, God, what a life. Just be honest. <laughs> and he has to for one whole day. Yep. So, I mean, that that there and then uh, the the scene... Easily with uh, when he's getting his car out of the impound, that little monologue there, I mean, took the cake for the entire movie. But it's not even just the monologue itself. It's his bodily actions mm -hmm. during that monologue. He's like, oh, you scratched my car. He's like, where? <laughs> I mean, and there's a significant scratch. He's like, oh, that. Oh, that was already there. That was already there. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you talk like that? <laughs> it was like, liar. I was like. You know what I'm going to do about this? What? what? And it's funny because he kind of like turned serious. Like, what are you going to do? You going to beat me up? Mm -hmm. Is that what you're thinking? He was like, nothing. <laughs> it's like, so if I take you to small claims court, you're probably just going to stiff me anyway. You take it's like, it'll uh, eight hours out of my life that I'll never get back. Yeah. <laughs> like, Plus, you'll probably never show up. And if I do get the the litigation or whatever, you'll probably just stiff me anyway. So I'm just going to piss and moan like an impotent jerk and bend over and take it straight up the tailpipe. You've been here before, haven't you? <laughs> I love the way how he catches the keys. Yeah. <laughs> it was, uh, it's the best catch I've ever seen in my life because it's done with such authority. Yes. And such anger. At the same time. Yeah, right? that is just like, oh, because I know, you know the frustration. Yep. And you could see it kind of building when he asks Audrey for help. And he was like, I, I can't tell you what this means to me. And she was like, oh, I can. $1,648.52. He's like, how do you sleep at night? <laughs> and that's so when he steals the air yeah, freshener off like, the wall. I'm taking this. <laughs> <sighs> trying to remember why his car gets towed, though. Because of all the unpaid parking tickets. Is that what it was? Yeah. Yeah. The, the cop had no choice but to impound it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> the cop was like, tell McCluskey, tell him what time it is. 
But the uh, I like when his uh, quote unquote partner finds out that he can't lie, and she she decides I'm going to take advantage of this. Oh yeah, and I think it's just because out of spite. Yeah, you know, the fact yeah. that oh, he, you're going to say I'm the worst in bed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, something for you. <laughs> I got something to show you. <laughs> Come He's with like, me, Fletcher. Yeah, remember uh, what's his face? I can't remember his name in the in the movie. Um, he's like, yeah. What did you think about him? He's a pontific, pontific. Uh, he's a pedantic, pontificating, uh, pretentious bastard, a belligerent old fart, and uh, a worthless steaming pile of cow dung. Figuratively <laughs> speaking, <laughs> it's like, oh, really? really? Great. Let's go. Let's go tell him. <laughs> but I love how there's cu- the couple of moments where he runs into her again after their sexual yeah. encounter. Where it's like, holy hell, because <laughs> he's not expecting to see her. So like, yeah, she pops out of the elevator. Yeah. And then he just runs to the emergency exit. I love that it's a push push bar mm-hmm. to open it and like jumps up in the air and kicks it open <laughs> with such force <laughs> in such a way. <laughs> the way he kicked that door accented the scene in <laughs> such a way that. Well, anyway, <laughs> go on. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, yeah, she brings him up to that conference. They're in the middle of that meeting. Yeah. Just so she can get him to be honest. And then when Greta quits, that's when he's laying on the floor and she walks up again and she was like, Fletcher, are you busy? And he's like, extremely, extremely. good. Come <laughs> with me. <laughs> you worked for Mr. Pedactor, right? Wasn't it Pedactor? No, that's Ro- Mr. Allen. You're thinking of Roger Pedactor yeah. from Ace Ventura. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, Alan. Okay. Mr. Allen. Because I remember at the end when Greta bails him out, she was like, oh, yeah, apparently you went all noble in front of Mr. Allen. She's, and he's like, yeah, I think I'm fired. Isn't it great? He's <laughs> <laughs> starting to like this whole truth thing. <laughs> <laughs> I love my son. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, like, if you needed a wish to say that you love your son for it, for you to know in your heart that it's true, it's like right, then you, you really need to maybe Audrey yourself. really is the best parent. <laughs> yes, this whole custody thing yeah. worked in favor of the right person. Yeah, and I'm sitting here thinking to myself now, Greta probably should have been like, "Boss, you do not need to be around your kid, like ever, not even a little." Yeah, I love my son. Well, I hope so. Wait a second, <laughs> I do. I have to. <laughs> At least today. <laughs> but no, that, that conference room scene is great because he had to repeat what he had just told her. Yeah, and he's uh, he's on, it's almost like he's on the verge of tears because he knows, like, well, I'm going to get fired. Like, this is it. This is yeah. the moment. Yep. It's like, okay, it's so all downhill. Tell him what you told me. <laughs> he's a pretentious, pontificating, point-perfect bastard. A belligerent old fart. A worthless steaming pile of cow dung. I love figuratively speaking. The the moment of silence afterwards where you're like, Yeah. How is this gonna end? Yeah. <laughs> and then Alan, he's just <laughs> That's the funniest damn thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I love a good roast. <laughs> Do Simmons. But the way he starts laughing after he's like, pap, 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 pap. like what is that? That's the old man laugh. That's, I can't wait to become an old man so, so I can, can laugh, laugh like that. <laughs> Do Simmons. <laughs> Simmons is old. 
He should have been out of the game years ago, but he can't stay home because he hates his wife. <laughs> You've met her at the Christmas parties. She's the one who gets plastered and calls him a retard. <laughs> you couldn't get a porn star off. <laughs> you You've have, got bad breath caused by gingivitis. <laughs> You've got the worst worst toupee I've ever seen. I don't know whether to... What does he say? He's like, I don't know whether to, to comb it or to scrape it off the road and bury it in, in lime. <laughs> And then I just like the part when he was just like, loser, idiot, degenerate, slut. <laughs> oh, my God. And he's got the whole table rolling. Yeah. <laughs> I keep a lookout for this boy. <laughs> Why is he calling him a boy? <laughs> I don't know. Because Weird. he's an old man. Yeah. I can't wait to become an old man. Just call everybody things that don't apply. Yeah, just mm-hmm. so I can. Yeah. So I can talk to the young kids and tell them how it used to be. But I like uh, he's laughing his hat like he starts laughing in uh, his you know, partner's face. And yeah. I can't remember her name either. Horrible. Yeah. Horrible with names. You know, if they're not the main <laughs> character, then yeah. Yeah. Nah. Well, if the... I remember it, we'll just call that a bonus. <laughs> what's the point? <laughs> He's like laughing in her ear. And then yeah. he goes out of the hallway and just like collapses on the floor. <laughs> but the moments, like, I love the repeat moment where... He interacts with the same people on a day-to-day basis, and he's usually kissing their ass just to save face once again. Yeah. You know, he, the the big dude. Yeah. He's like, You losing a little up? weight? <laughs> Maybe. Oh, looks and personality. <laughs> Double threat guy. <laughs> hey, Fletcher. <laughs> hey, you. <laughs> Randall. <laughs> oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> And the guy comes around getting lunch orders, and he's like, hey, taking lunch orders, Mr. Reed. Anything for you? I actually have had so much for breakfast, uh, about ready to pop. <laughs> I mean, no, I'm full. <laughs> but then the next time, after he can't lie, yeah. he's like, hey, Fletcher, what's up? And he's like, you're cholesterol, fatty. <laughs> dead, dead man walking. <laughs> hey, Fletcher. And he was like, hey, you're not important enough to remember. <laughs> hey, what's it going to be, Fletcher? A Bachmark, eventually. <laughs> so Y'all don't ask, for the love of God, don't ask. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> God, he, he he's on the verge of like a mental breakdown yeah. on, in so many scenes, especially yeah. when he's interacting with Greta. <laughs> yeah, well, what's really funny is another, another scene where uh, he says things that just don't need to be said. Is when he's on the elevator and then he comes walking off and everyone's just kind of like, and he just turns out, he's like, it was me. <laughs> I was just sitting there thinking like, is, you don't need to say it. You don't. You don't. You don't need to say it. Yeah. It could have yeah, been anybody. There were still five people on the elevator. It could have been could've anybody. Been any of them. Yeah. No. You don't have to be the one to admit it. But no, he does. What happened to the, you smelt it, you dealt it rule. Because yeah. <laughs> all five of them <laughs> smelt it. <laughs> That's for damn sure. <laughs> Then, uh, hey, Fletcher, how's it hanging? Short, Short shriveled, and always, always to, to the, the left. left. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, there's that moment where his mom calls. His mom, who he has been avoiding for five weeks. Long At time. least that we know. We yeah, know that, of. Right, right. But then he answers the phone, and it's his mom. He's like, oh, oh, hi, mom. She's like, no, I wasn't on vacation. Like, I just you don't can, want to talk to you. <laughs> well, because you insist on talking about dad's bowel movements, size, color, frequency. Call you later. <laughs> Which is funny because he has to call her later. It's, it's the truth. And he has to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Oh, no. I mean, so many great scenes. Uh, the court scenes, I think, are... The court scenes are great. Yeah. The, some of my funniest scenes. The, uh, what is it? The honorable judge, whatever. He's like, honorable. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> no. Don't, don't, don't type that. Don't stenographer that or whatever it's called. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I wonder what your defense is. Our defense is... <laughs> Right, you have the the main trial that he has to get prepared for is for a one Mrs. Cole who's played by Jennifer Tilly, and it's a like a divorce. It's a a bad divorce where she's trying to get as much money from her you know rich husband as possible. Yeah, and she claims to have been forced into the arms of another man. Seven. Excuse me, seven. Whatever. Other men. <laughs> <laughs> the thing you're that, the victim. Here. You know what's really funny is there's there's like a, a kind of like a misconsistency in that that doesn't make entirely too much sense. So you have Mr. Cole, who is obviously the multimillionaire in this relationship, and she's just like the stay-at-home wife that has come accustomed to this lifestyle. This lifestyle, probably, yeah. yeah. That she has the nice things, that she's always had the nice things. And she's like, okay, well, you know, I want to keep having these nice things. So when you first see her, she's like, oh, yeah, no, he's a really good dad and everything. And he was like, yeah, you know, a, a father to your kids, they are his kids, right? No, and she's like, well, at, at least, least one. one of them. Yeah. <laughs> one of them for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just one of those things where it's like, okay, but after that all gets said and done, you know, uh, Miranda is the the partner, partner, and she's like, you know, the Cole case is a lot of money to this firm. And I'm sitting here thinking, how? Because he's the millionaire. She's not. Right. This is a she's just, defense. Yeah. Trial. So it's like, I mean, if anything, if she had lost this case, she would have no money whatsoever. Because, I mean, they tried to reach the settlement, and they were like, no. And now that Fletcher's like, oh, I, I can't lie. And he's like, well, he offered her $2.4 million. He's like, settle, 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 settle. <laughs> but it seems like during the first interaction that he has with Mrs. Cole, she seems like she does have somewhat of a conscience. Yeah. Because it, when he's trying to come up with his story, you know, his defense. Yeah. She's like, like, where really? would Tina Turner be if? She just rolled over and said, hit me again, Ike, and, and put, some, put stank some stank on, on it. <laughs> She'd be rolling down the river. And instead, she's beyond Thunderdome. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is about all the women. <laughs> and there is no such thing as a weaker sex. Yeah, and everybody gets like kind of jazzed up about it. And, she's, and then I think that's just like, you know what? Yeah, I'm tired of getting pushed around. It's like, it's like he did, she, this, he did really? this to me. And you really don't know. Like, she doesn't have any grounds to make that claim. No. That we're aware of, it, at least. Yeah, I mean, because every interaction that you see with the soon-to-be ex-husband... Mr. Cole, yeah. Yeah, he just seems like a decent dude. Right. Like, just a guy that... That's just a guy, you know? Yeah. Does he? Is he a workaholic? Probably. Probably. I have no idea. I mean, but... You if can't, you're making that much money, you're not doing it by being a, a slouch. Yeah, you know? but I mean, I can sit here and honestly tell you, he's not sitting at home every day because you don't become a multimillionaire that way. Trust me, I've tried. Yeah. Look at me now, though. I have a podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
So yeah, but we haven't reached episode forty six, so we yeah. haven't quite found our voice yet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think uh, we should take a little uh, quick break, and we'll be back in a minute. Well, yeah, because if you hold it, <laughs> it can yeah. cause damage to the prostate, which can make it difficult to achieve an erection or become aroused. Is that true? Has to be. Well, better take a little bathroom break myself. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast adjourned. Yep. Ten minutes. This is our test. Just a test. Testy, testy, testy. One, two, three. Three, four, five. Seis saving ocho. <laughs> Nueve. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, no, no. Do it. Do some. Do, Do it. it slowly. <laughs> so, <laughs> as we were getting ready to record this episode, and we always do this just to test our audio. You know, we record a little snippet just to make sure that we yes. we sound decent and everything. And we really liked the way that that one turned out. And so in like, all honesty, uh, I mean... Enjoy for your listening ears. Rewind it. Listen to it as as many times as you want. Yeah. <laughs> I know we did. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there, there are little moments uh, of the podcast that you don't always get to hear, but there are times where I think it's worth sharing. Yes. And I think we should start doing that more. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm down because I'm... I got no shame in my game. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, hell, I'm wearing a pair of white ankle socks and some Crocs right now. <laughs> Please. I'm up for anything. I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> no, there's a hot lead. <laughs> <laughs> so we had started to talk about the initial interaction that uh, Fletcher has with Mrs. Cole. And Correct. how it's almost like... He convinces her. Well, it's not as if, but he does. He convinces her that she's the victim. Driven Uh-oh. into the arm of another man. Seven. Whatever. <laughs> That's my best Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you liked it. <laughs> but uh, it's funny. I like when she she decides I this is a good way, the dir- dr- good direction to go to get as much money as, as you know she wanted. You know, she yeah. hugs him and then grabs his ass. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, she feels that she's entitled to half of the estate. Right. Even though she had multiple affairs. Not right. But only one that he has proof of. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, the the court scenes are are great. You know, the the initial trial where they're deciding if, you know, it's actually going to go to trial or if it's going to settle. And of course, she doesn't want to settle because... 2.4 2.4 million is apparently not enough. Yeah. That's uh, I'll take 2.4 million right now. In a heartbeat. <laughs> In a good way. <laughs> but uh yeah, this is a uh, he he uh Fletcher keeps trying to get a continuance, you know, because once yeah. he realizes what happened and that he can't tell a lie or anything, he's like I, I, there's no way. We yeah. got to put this court case off until I can actually lie again. Yeah. At least until tomorrow. Because he thinks that he can't get through it. Yep. And then it turns out he goes through all this, all this rigmarole, like anything that he can think of to try and get out of this case, he is trying to do it. He wanted a continuance. 
And he was like, this case has already been continued enough. Do you have good reason? And he was like, no, I don't. And then he was like, He's All like right. do you, you, well, do you or do you not? Yeah, I'm like, not. <laughs> so, like, I damn it. can't lie. Well, that's Get commendable, Mr. Fletcher, or Mr. Reed. <laughs> but but you, you still haven't given me any reason. <laughs> yeah. He's like, so do you have good cause or not? Not. Damn. <laughs> I mean, but it's just so many little things, you know, especially when, uh, you know, the, the, the tape. And he was just like, come on. He was like, how do we know that the male voice on that recording is not Mr. Cole himself? Just You're like, so much better than my husband. He's like. Ah, he's like, I object on what grounds? It's damaging to my case. <laughs> Overruled. Good call. <laughs> I mean, but he's trying to come up with anything, anything that's going to halt this, which is why he goes to the bathroom so he can just kick the shit out of himself because yeah. he's like, I have to get out of this. Well, after he finds out that they're not going to settle or Mrs. Cole does not want to settle, you know, the courtroom's going or the court the case is going to continue at 1:30 that afternoon. Yeah. So this is when he he decides to go to his kid's school yeah. to have him make an unwish. Yeah. To you have to unwish your wish, man. I have to be able to lie. Not I, to you. I have to lie to everybody else. But you're the only one that makes me feel bad. Aww. It's like, uh, god. <laughs> Listen here, little gipper. <laughs> Sometimes adults have to lie. I lie. Even the wonderful Jerry lies. <laughs> You're the only one that makes me feel bad, Dad. It's like, oh, fuck. Change the record. <laughs> no, it'd cut me to the core, Max. <laughs> Maxter. So wise. <laughs> wise beyond your years. Like a miniature Buddha. Especially with that haircut. Looks like and a nobody miniature saw Buddha it covered in hair. <laughs> and he couldn't hear it coming because all that hair. <laughs> he gets him a cake just to have him make an unwish. Yep. So his dad could lie. I need you to... This time, I need you to make it an unwish. <laughs> now, and then, uh, well, the only way to test it, I want to know what he said to the lady on so the playground. So do I. And why, why, of all, like, why do you have to interact with somebody who you don't know to test if you can lie or not? You yeah. could have said anything. You could have said, your eyes are brown. Yeah. No. It's, I, and we never find out what he says to red. that lady. Red. The pin <laughs> is red. <laughs> <laughs> could have worked with anything. So he could have, the the birthday hats yeah. they were both wearing were red. He could have said, blue. "Your birthday hat is green." <laughs> it's blue. Anything blue. <laughs> the hat that you wear on your head <laughs> is green. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I like yeah. he gets back to court mm-hmm. and. You know, he meets Mr. Falk, the guy on the tape. And she's like, oh, this is Mr. Falk, you know, from the tape. And he's like, yeah, how can I forget? It's like, oh, Something, well, how are you? And he was like, I've reached the seventh circle of hell. Thanks for asking. Well, what happens before before all that? Because he kicks his ass afterwards. He, he kicks his ass before he meets Mr. Falk. Yeah. So I'm trying to remember what happened in the courtroom before that. Before he kicks his ass. Oh, he had to ask for the short bathroom break. That's when they heard the tape. That was right after the tape? Yeah. Okay. So then he goes back and he calls Mr. Falk. But it was funny because he was like, oh, so all we have to do is lie. <laughs> Seems simple enough. Doesn't it, though? <laughs> but like he's he's 
sitting on the steps of the courthouse, all disheveled. Yeah. You know, because he beat his suit's himself all up. Torn in up. The, right. His suit's ripped up. His hair is disheveled. His face has got scrapes on it and everything. Yeah. And the lady puts money in his hand because she thinks he's homeless or something. <laughs> but uh, I like how Mrs. Cole introduces him. He's like, yeah, he's a little unorthodox, but you get used to him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you, though? Yeah. So when they go into the courtroom, he's like, I can't even ask the question. Finally, the answer's going to be a lie. <laughs> Do not, you and Mrs. Cole. <laughs> but I like how he's trying to skirt around, so he's asking questions that he knows he's not going to lie to. He's like, do you, do you know my client, Samantha Cole? He's like, yes. yes. He's like, ah, okay, good, good. We're off, <laughs> so, we're off to a good start. All right. <laughs> All right, what can I do next? It's like, is uh, your relationship with Mrs. Cole Plutonic? I object, Your Honor. It's like, to yourself? (laughs) Yes, but I would like to uh, rephrase the question. question. (laughs) Go ahead. Go on. (laughs) Go on. Uh, Would I be correct in assuming that your relationship with my client, Mrs. Cole, is completely professional? Not! Is not your relationship. <laughs> bad baby, bad baby. It's like, <laughs> you stuffed her like a Thanksgiving turkey, didn't you? You had sex every time you met. And he's like, that liar. <laughs> he couldn't even get an answer out. <laughs> he's like, he's badgering the witness. It's his, his witness. witness. <laughs> Fine. I humped her braids out. Are you happy? <laughs> so that's when you just have to realize like, oh, God, I have totally screwed the pooch on this one. A hundred percent. If I didn't get fired yesterday, I'm definitely getting fired this afternoon. No further questions. Yeah. He thinks he's done at that point. Yeah. It's just like, oh, you know. And I do like it. He's like, I can't do anything dishonest until 8.15 tonight. I'm not going to be a 31-year-old divorcee living on welfare because my lawyer had a sudden change in conscience. And that's when the light bulb goes off. 31. Yeah. It's like, wait wait a tick. Hold everything. Hold the fine. <laughs> so that's when he realizes that, you know, she lied about her age. As he has a photocopy of her driver's license. And birth certificate. Which is actually kind of funny because most women do lie about their age to make themselves younger. Correct. Not in her case, though. No. She made herself older. He calls her to the stand. Yes. After making this realization. Yeah, and he was like, Mrs. Cole, he was like, I'm only allowing this freak show to continue out of sheer morbid curiosity. (laughs) He's like, so so if uh, you dare. It says here on your driver's license that you're not a real blonde. (laughs) Or that you're blonde. Or that you're you're blonde. But that's not true, is it? It's like, no. Oh, maybe we could ask Mr. Falk. Maybe he knows. He knows. We could play the tape again. Maybe it's on there. I'm a brunette. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, wait, 105. Yeah, in your bra. Objection! (laughs) You would! (laughs) 115. Huh? Fine, fine. 127. (laughs) Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. He was like, and it says you were born in uh, 1965, but that's not correct either, is it? No. It's like, I changed it so I could get married. So... You come to find out that uh, in the great state of California, she was a minor when she got married, so she could not sign legally the enter into any contract, including prenuptial agreements. Yep. So, and that's the case. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny because so without having to lie, he still could have done the right thing, 
And if anybody had bothered to do homework the night before, he could have been like, oh, this is easy. Like, let me just look at her driver's license. Let me look at her birth certificate. Could have avoided a whole slew of things. Yeah. So the fact that she's been ridden more than Seattle slew is irrelevant. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. Yes. (laughs) So he wins the case, but that's not enough for her. Nope. Because there's custody. She just won $11 million. And uh, yeah, now she wants to squeeze 10000 a month more out of him for child support payments. It's like, but you said he was a good father. (laughs) So. Yeah, I know. And it's like, God, come on, Jennifer. Don't be like that, baby. Come on. We had good times, right? Come on. Come on. (laughs) So he wins the case, but he's not proud of it. At what cost? Right. (laughs) Your Honor, permission to approach the bench. We're adjourned, Mr. Reed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is where he gets his conscience. Yeah. He's like, just because I manipulated the system doesn't mean it's right. Just because you fell for it doesn't yeah. mean it's right. I'm not prepared to have my my uh, a judgment mocked in my own courtroom. <laughs> then he's talking about, uh, he was like, children are not leverage in a case. He was like, I'm going to hold, he's like, one more word, I'll hold you in contempt. I hold myself in contempt. <laughs> Why should you be any different? All right, Bailiff, that's it. Get him out of here. He's like, no, I got to play ball with my I got son. got a date to play ball with my son. I'm Jose Canseco. I'm Jose Canseco. <laughs> so he tries to call Audrey, which this whole day, that's all he's been trying to do is call Audrey to talk to her about, don't move to Boston. Don't take was, Max away from me. This was one more ironclad promise that he made to, you know, meet his son. Yes. And it just keeps falling through. If I have to see that look on his face one more time, that's it. We're going to Boston. Yep. I will lovingly wrap your knickknacks in bubble paper. (laughs) I hate it. It's bubble wrap, damn it. It's bubble wrap. (laughs) It's not fucking paper. Not in Canada. (laughs) Maybe in the great state state of California. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so he, uh, he does grow his conscience he does become a a, he wants to become a better father because he finally realizes you know exactly what is important so he gets thrown in jail calls audrey and he was like no i can explain really i like i have just come to the courthouse and bring a thousand dollars so you can bail me out yeah it's like and she's like nope i want to know what she does i want to know what she does for a living because she just wrote a check for sixteen hundred dollars earlier that day and does she just have like another thousand dollars sitting around i mean like that's a that's a big chunk of change, man. But then again, I mean, she knows he's good for it, though. Yeah, you'd like to think so. It's like he, I hope so. He was on his knees in a nine hundred dollars suit. I'm pretty <laughs> sure he can afford to pay her back. <laughs> think about nah, it. Yeah. So she leaves. He gets bailed out by Greta because she heard that he had like an epiphany and kind of broke down in front of the boss, and uh, you know, possibly got fired. You never know. Which but I'm, I'm kind of glad because you could tell that she was a good assistant. She took care of him, even though he, you know, yeah, probably didn't take care of her as much as he could have. No, no. I mean, he definitely didn't. But I do like that he is trying to do the right thing. And then he's even like, oh, maybe I'll just open my own firm. Hey, you need a job? And she's like, oh, I don't think you can afford me. <laughs> I really. And he just kind of laughs it off like, ha, 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 yeah, look at you, Greta. You're this is just like the old days. <laughs> this and is I'm, so us. I know. And then I'm, 
like I could just see Greta like, no, seriously, you probably, yeah, I know you can't afford me. I mean, a brand new firm just opening. I mean, what kind of clients are you going to get? I mean, come on. I need, I need a retirement plan. <clears throat> Look at my age. I'm not going to last much longer. I need a retirement plan. I need 401k. I'm going to need benefits like out the ass. Greta, speaking of out the ass. I like when Greta comes to get him from jail. Yeah. She's like, have you been raped yet? Because I can circle the block. <laughs> or no. She have says you been sexually, sexually assaulted? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but what, what gets me is like, he, where is his car? Because it's like, he has to go to the airport yeah. to, to stop that plane or to stop them from leaving for Boston. But it's like, he doesn't have a car again. Like, where the hell is his car? Did it get towed again? Yeah, I don't know, because he was like, I have to get to my car. So I'm assuming it's probably in some parking garage, like maybe a half mile away, because that's how all downtown districts are. You can't just have parking right in front of the freaking courthouse. But I love it how you have the homeless dude. Yeah. So he has three interactions with this homeless guy. Yeah. yeah the first one was before he could, he could no, yeah, before, while he could still lie. Yeah. And... He's like, no, I'm sorry, I'm all out of change. Yeah. And he's like, jerk off. You know, that's when he, you know, yeah. he's going up the stairs. And that's when you were talking about. Yeah. He's oh, like, it'd be <laughs> so funny because he was like, when he says, he was like, look, I just want to get from my car to the office without being, being confronted by the Western decay, decay of Western, Western society. society. That was, was like, the second interaction. Plus, I'm cheap. And then he goes running off and the guy's like, jerk off. I would have loved if he had just turned and said, yes, I do. <laughs> and just kept running. Already did. <laughs> I cranked that baby out this morning. Yeah. Yeah. The first interaction, he's just like, nope, sorry, I'm all out of change. Second one, he's like honest about it. Yes. It's because I believe you will buy booze with it. Yeah. You know, and all and that then, spiel. And then the third one. Yeah. He just dumps out all of his money and he's like, but it's not going to make you happy. <laughs> but he, he seemed pretty happy at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's getting plowed tonight. So uh, Fletcher makes his way to the airport. And as he parks his car at curbside, which his car most likely got towed again. Mm-hmm. because he was in a hurry to get to the Almost gate. Almost positive. He asks the guy at curbside check-in if he knew where the plane for Boston was taking off from. and it's Oh, he would never make it. Admirable that the guy knew exactly what gate it was. Yeah, oh, that's gate 123, but he ain't never going to make it, man. It's yeah. Like, it's going to take at least a half hour to get through security. It's like, if you want to get to Boston, there's another flight leaving tomorrow at 7 a.m. It'll be so. flight number 123, and he turns around, and he's just gone, but he had gone through the conveyor belt with yeah. the luggage. He's just, like, hugging. Yeah, <laughs> that duffel bag. He's spooning a duffel bag, and he goes on the conveyor to get to the <laughs> gate. That would never work. <laughs> but yeah. then he, he somehow makes his way to the tarmac and uh, he, cause he had, he hid in a, yeah, he hid he inside hid of in a the duffel, duffel bag. bag. Yeah. So, I mean, I kind of imagine that whoever picked that duffel bag up was like, Jesus, feels like there's a guy in there that's six foot two and 180 pounds. Kind of gangly. <laughs> <laughs> Big teeth. <laughs> But yeah, he he ends up on one of the 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 cars that take the luggage to the plane, yeah. and then he rolls himself off. Yep. Nobody witnesses this. Nope. And then and he then, hijacks a flight of stairs. Flight of stairs. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because not one person anywhere said anything. I mean, he he took the flight of stairs. He's out there on the tarmac, like chasing a plane. Like nobody in the tower caught this. It's like, what the hell are they doing up in the tower? I mean, they watch those planes go up and down the, the runway all day. Well, even the guy that all was day. doing, the guy that was making, yeah, what was all day. Yeah. 
go the, on. There was the guy that was doing maintenance on the staircase. Even he just let it happen. Yeah. He's like, all right. Oh, well. <laughs> it runs great. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if he was just laying there like, oh, not again. Not again. <laughs> <laughs> this happens every week. <laughs> horrible at my job. <laughs> yep, there he is on yep. his back again. So finally he gets out in front of the plane, takes his shoe off and throws it at it because he's trying to tell the pilot, like, you know, pull over. I'm not letting you leave. Well, I have absolutely no authority whatsoever. Yeah, but once he catches up to the plane, he gets on the stairs itself and extends it up so he can reach the windows. Yeah. And then <laughs> he's slowly beating the plane. I guarantee you a flight of stairs is not going to go that fast. No, it's not. But what's really funny is I pointed this out to you because this this scene here kind of, it doesn't make sense to me. You have Audrey who is struggling to open a bag of peanuts. I mean, come on. It's a bag of peanuts. This isn't like trying to open a pack of batteries. I mean, it's a bag of peanuts. It even says, terror here. Yeah. And he's just like, I love you. And she's like, thank you. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, is it too soon? Now, at the beginning of the movie, they're like, she uh, when Fletcher asks her, he's like, oh, are you guys uh, <sighs> like implying that they're having We've the been dating for seven sex. months. What do you think? And he was like, oh, so you're going to tell me that you've been sleeping with someone for seven months, possibly staying nights over here, over at his place. He's staying nights at your place. And not once did anybody utter the words, I love you until now. All of a sudden you're freaked out by that. Yeah. I mean, come I was thinking on. after sleeping with me that nobody else was going to yeah. care or whatever. Well, you have to remember, when we were married, I wasn't having sex nearly as often as you. Ooh, and the ref takes, takes a point, point away. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I do like it when he was like, it's Fletcher. And she was like, no, it is definitely not Fletcher. And he's like, no, it's Fletcher. Fletcher. And he's he in the window. the window. Yeah, and then I just like the kid. He's like, Dad? It's like, what's he doing, Mom? He's like, oh, he came, he came to, to see, see us off. off. Wave. <laughs> it's like all of a sudden that alcohol is really kicking in. Yeah. She's like, How about that drink? Yeah. Yeah. She gets a drink, which this never happens. You're not allowed to get a drink before the plane takes off. Yeah, I know. And there are there. I mean, the carts. Through. Yeah, I mean, but the cart shouldn't even be out in the At aisle. At all. So it's if dangerous. anything, that it's the stewardess's fault. Flight so. attendant is the preferred nomenclature, dude. Well, I'm not talking about someone that built the fucking airlines here, man. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> my buddies I didn't watch my buddies die face down in the muck so you can order a drink before takeoff <laughs> I didn't watch my buddies die on the hill in Da Nang face down in the muck in Nam for them to be called flight attendants just stewardess damn it <laughs> just because I'm bereaved doesn't make me a sap so, yeah, he gets the staircase to the front of the plane, takes off a shoe, throws it at the windshield. and then, Like the pilot. And then, he's not even looking. He was like, what the hell was that? And he was like, what was that? And he's like, it, looked like it was a shoe. shoe. <laughs> That's weird. He's, but then he looks down and sees the, the staircase. And right. Hey, Tower, some man, jackass. Man, man hijacked. he's hijacked that plane. Yeah, <laughs> hijacked a flight of stairs. It's like, I'm going to stop the plane. <laughs> I'm going to do that work. We have a lot of staircases here. Someone's going to come down. I'll be like, sorry, you can't come this way. I've hijacked this flight of stairs. <laughs> <laughs> so they uh, stop the plane Fletcher immediately feels like uh, Yes I did it Yeah You know this is what I came here to do ha, I've screwed the pooch <laughs> Yo you, go to, you screwed that pooch <laughs> Alright Go to Boston now <laughs> With two broken and, legs Yeah and of course he's not Paying attention And wrecks the flight of stairs 
here's my thing. <laughs> because I love paying attention to small details like this. And this was not some mundane detail, Michael. <laughs> Where were they in relation to the 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 end of the runway where his staircase just hits that barrier so he flies off? I'm wondering I was wondering that myself and the only thing that made sense to me is I think sometimes at Tampa International Airport where I hail from there it the turned. plane will go down to the end of the runway and then turn around and then take off depending on which direction they're going cuz they weren't going takeoff speed as of yet so I think they were probably still taxing so that may be the case yeah. they they were about to hit one of those curves yeah and that that's probably what happened but that's uh he flies off the staircase and he gets, you know, slams into a couple the, of those things with the luggage. Yeah, and then I like the, uh, when they have him on the gurney and he's like, you're all doing a wonderful job. <laughs> and then she comes up and she's like, what were you thinking? He's like, good news. I broke both of my legs so they can't take me right to jail. <laughs> <laughs> but that's when he has his epiphany and he's like, no, I can't. I can't. Like, I don't want to lose my son. You know, he's like, and he even admits, like, I've been taking this whole thing for granted. This whole time you've been here, right, like, five minutes away from me. I could see any time I wanted. Now you're going to be all the way across on the other side of the country, and I can't. Like, what if I want to see you or, yeah. like, you know, play with you? It's not like, gonna do, on. Not going to do so well with that, Maximus. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. <laughs> so, But what he was really thinking was. There were two sides to that luggage cart, and they both hurt equally as bad. (laughs) Yeah, so, I mean, he does have the epiphany. And then it's funny because Max is like, Mom, he can't lie. He's telling the truth. I made a wish. And he's like, Max, it's 845. He made the wish at 815. I've been able to lie for the past half hour. (laughs) Makes me wonder how how Fletcher really is because his kid's like, so that was a lie? He's like, no, no, not this time. It's like, oh, God. Man, if your kid's picking up on it, then you've got some issues. Yeah. So how am I going to know which time it is a lie? Yeah. So that's all he wants. He just wants to be honest with this kid from now on, which uh, it's destined for failure. I give it 12, 12 to 13 minutes before you tell a lie. Here's the thing. I know he's a lawyer, so he probably has ways to get around stuff, but it cuts to a year later. Yeah. And, you know, Max's next birthday. Yep. And it's just them. It's just the family. Not a big party, nothing extravagant. It's just the three of them. Yep. Mom, dad, and a cake. Somehow, Fletcher is not in jail. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's a federal offense to not only enter the tarmac, it's trespassing, you know? And maybe he's out on probation. I I don't know. Yeah. See, I don't don't know know how much time you would do for hijacking a flight of steps. 90 minutes. I mean, that's... Enough to be sexually molested. Considered domestic terrorism, I think. <laughs> right? Oh, I wonder if no. the wife. I wonder if the ex-wife is like, I don't want to press charges. And they're like, oh, okay. It doesn't work that way. Case she dismissed. She doesn't work at the airport. <laughs> Case dismissed. <laughs> it's only domestic terrorism if you criticize critical race theory. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> yeah, so... You know, and it's funny because she was like, all right, blow out the candle, make a wish. She's like, ah, da, 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 da. It's like, yeah, you remember what happened last year? Because in all honesty, I mean, I know that Fletcher went back to lying to his kid. No parents honest. Mm-hmm. Ever. Uh-uh. We're not honest. We're not honest. 
We don't have a, we don't have an honest bone in our body when we're talking to our kids. I don't have any kids, so I can honestly I can't relate. I mean, I can honestly sit here and tell you, we go to the grocery store all the time. They're like, "Can I get candy?" And I'm like, "I don't have money for that." <laughs> it's a lie. Is it? Every little thing I say is a lie. <laughs> it's yeah. I just don't want them to have candy. Just because you could buy the candy doesn't mean you can really afford it. Though. Yeah, I mean, but no, I can't afford it. But it's just one of those things where I'm like, ah, I mean, come on, dude. You had waffles and syrup this morning. You have popsicles all the time. All you do is and, eat sweet things. Yeah, and sugar. It's like, I'm not going to buy you more sugar. Like, you know, that's just not the way it works. So Wait, it's a is lie. There, is there sugar in popsicles? Oh, you better believe it. <laughs> then yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the... He makes another wish, and they're like, oh, God, wait, wait, wait. Yep. <laughs> like, I don't want to go through this whole thing again. Yeah, because I'm, sure I'm sure that he told a lie to his kid three minutes later after he said, I just want to be honest with you. And the lie was, his kid was probably like, you okay, Dad? And he was like, yes, I'm fine. No, I'm not fine. I'm laying on a fucking stretcher, and both my legs are broken. Actually, in a massive amount of pain. Yeah, but he didn't tell his kid that. No, you don't want your kid feeling bad. He's like, no, yeah. I'm fine. I'm not doing so good right here, though. <laughs> not my heart. It's pulling at the old heartstrings. Yeah, so, you know, the kid blows out his candles, and it immediately gets really, really, really dark. dark in that room. Like, insanely dark. Yeah, I mean, I kind of highly doubt that the one candle that just had the number six on it was the only thing illuminating this entire room. Oh, it was illuminating something. <laughs> it sure <laughs> in, was. In Fletcher's pants. <laughs> <laughs> So the the mom, you know, in the darkness, grabs the dad, starts making out with him, and then the kid's like, "Mom, Dad," like they just disappeared, or something. So he turned on the light, and they're kissing, and he was like, "Max, do you wish for me and mom to get back together?" It's like, "No, I wish for rollerblades." <laughs> and in the morning, I'm making waffles. <laughs> <laughs> My question is, like. Why do people do that? The whole lights out thing. You don't you don't need to turn the lights out for somebody to blow candles out on a cake. I don't know. Does it is it supposed to make it more magical or something? I don't know. I never did it. It's, I just always kept my lights on. Just keep the lights on. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. It's cake, gonna, the cake's not going anywhere. Yeah, keep them on. Just keep them on. Keep the lights on. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, nope, that's uh that's liar liar. And we ain't lying about that. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, that's one of my, that's another one of my go-tos that I can watch at any, any point. I don't even have to start from the beginning. You know, if it's on, I could just watch it from that point. Yeah. It's Cause it's just a well, it's funny, a fun, enjoyable yeah. movie. Yeah. I mean, like I said, from beginning to end on this movie is going to be something funny is happening somewhere in this movie. Cause somebody's making partner. <laughs> 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 but yeah, uh, I'm liking our new format. I do love the new format. Because we are not making you sit through two hours an episode anymore. Never again. We've listened to the feedback, even if the feedback came from ourselves. <laughs> Actually, no, no. I've heard from a couple <laughs> couple <Yes>. people. <laughs> They're yeah. like, hey, I love you, but I can't listen to you for two hours. Like, I, I support what you're doing, but I got to be honest, man. There's only so much I can explain. <laughs> Oh, we can explain for two fucking hours. <laughs> Tell them, McCluskey. Tell them what time it is. <laughs> All right. We, that, that's a wrap. That's that a wrap a, on another yep. one. 
Good stuff. Okay, well, until the next time, Quotable Nation, this is the Quotable Podcast. Out. Out.